home of the stars, through the airwaves and on the big screen. Coming to you live from Hollywood, it's Rated G Radio with your host, Garrett Miller. Oh, please, everybody. to disappoint you in grand fashion, but um, we're not. We're going to have a great time tonight. Hey, I wanted to thank everybody for tuning in last week to the um, return of Rated G Radio. We're going to be back Monday nights now through the rest of the year. As they say, it's a limited run series. That makes everybody want to tune in more, I think. I do. You know, if I know I'm going to be seeing the new season, a reboot of Dexter, I can't wait to figure out how we're going to bring that one back from the dead and relive it. But here we are at Rated G Radio 2.1 for, um, you know, again, Monday nights, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'm going to have a range of exciting guest co-hosts, but for the entire month of October, I have the extreme pleasure of welcoming the non-windy, not Wendy, but non-windy, Rebecca Fisk, America's Top 50 Psychic. By the way, this is not a call-in show for psychic readings tonight. So if you'd like a psychic reading, I do have a link on Rebecca's website here. And look at the callers just drop off the line. I don't think they read the show page at all. Um, But if you do want to schedule a reading with Rebecca, I do. (laughs) They're just dropping like flies. Rebecca's lovely. But if you read the show um, description here, this is not a psychic Collins show. But if you want to book a reading with Rebecca, you can do that. There's a link on the show page for Rebecca's website. I am Rebecca.com. And um, she will love to schedule a reading with you. But tonight is not a psychic Colin reading show. Read the show page, people. Uh, But we're also promoting our other shows across the platform, rated LGBT radio, which is usually Thursdays with Rob Watson. Every once in a while, he'll be sneaking in a surprise episode like he did on Sunday night. Um, or Rated Oz Radio with my dear friend Mary Lou Monroe Ray. She's out of Brisbane, Australia. And, of course, our monthly show, Journey with Stephanie, with Stephanie Gerard. All fantastic programs in their own right. And we're excited to be here tonight on Rated G Radio. Rebecca, welcome back. How are you this fine, blustery, windy Monday night? Oh, it might help. And I, 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 oh, I need to hi. unmute you for the third time. Goodness gracious. I've been unmuting and unmuting, <laughs> but here you go. Anyway, welcome, my dear. Well, well, thank you. Hi. It's great to be here. And, uh, yeah, I love the blustery weather. Love it, love it, love it. It's fall. I'm so happy. It is fall. And so we go from one extreme to the next here in the beach communities here in Southern California. So last week it was summer, probably in the high 70s, low 80s at the beach. And then um, today it's like 65 blustery. I had fog driving home from work tonight and I kept thinking, uh-huh. what in the heck is happening? And then I remembered, well, it is now nearly the middle of October. So here we go. What's it like up in your neck of the woods? It is still windy and uh, it was pretty foggy or foggy-ish at the beach. Uh, I felt really sorry for some of the, uh, what do they call that, uh, kite surfing? There were kite surfers out there and and the fog was coming in. I'm like, "Um, I wonder how long they're going to take before they actually come in from there. But um, you know, the weather's good. It's nice. It's cool. It's, I love it. I'm happy. Like I said, I'm happy. Well, driving so, home, I will tell yeah. you, looking along PCH, and that's, you know, one of the grand treats of living in Southern California. I get to drive along the beach on the way home most nights. And the surf or the, the, the um, I guess, what do you call it? The surf? You know, when the surf's the, uh, the tide, the tide was super high tonight. I kept thinking, wow, the waves are just out of this world. Um, so we must have like, do we have a full moon coming up or something like that, that lunarly is drawing the waves higher? I think it's just the wind because um, it's a fairly new moon, but I don't, mm. like, I don't know exactly. I usually kind of pay attention more to the full moon and sometimes the new moon, but we're kind of in the middle right now. Uh, but, you know, we are kind of in this interesting time because October is the time where, you know, yeah, we might get fog, we might have wind, 
it's nice that it's a cool wind because we also occasionally at this time of the year get the Santa mm-hmm. Ana winds, which are very mm-hmm. warm. And uh, so I'm actually just happy that it's cool instead of warm. And I'm waiting to see how long the wind stays up because uh, if it stays up when I go to sleep tonight, then I might actually get to hear the waves, which I really love. <laughs> Is that, yeah, I, I hear the waves Oh, at least a couple of times a week. And this morning I woke up probably around 4, 4.30 and could easily hear them from where I'm at. I'm about five blocks in. So it's not like I should be hearing lots of ocean waves, but you can absolutely hear them crashing. It is the coolest thing ever to be sitting here in the middle of the night and having the windows or doors open as one does here at the beach. And hearing this just amazing crashing of the waves coming through your your doors, oh, and but not literally, just you know, audibly. Yeah, I never get tired of it either. I, I never do, and I grew up down here, so it's like mm-hmm. we're so blessed. What a treat! Yeah, yeah. and the Santa Ana ants. I don't. Yeah. The Santa Ana winds. We did not have any this year yet. Knock on wood. Those are horrible. I knock hate on wood. The Santa Anas. Ugh. I do too. I hated All them more when I worked fire. at the fire department. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I, I yeah. hate them less now, but I still don't like them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, Rebecca, what's, before we get to our, our tonight's top picks, we've got to come up with a name for this. I put the check R6, but that sounds too corporate. And I was throwing around the top three topics. I don't like that either, but at least it's, you know, it starts having the syncopation there. So we got to come up with like a, a name for the, what we're going to talk about after we talk about what we talk about. Well, you know, we'll, th- we'll think of something and we'll have it for next week. Yeah. Anyway, so how was your yeah. week? What was new and exciting in your world? What was new and exciting? Oh my gosh. Just for today <laughs> or the whole week. Yeah. Let's just start uh, with, you know, the, actually, yeah, yeah let's, not from 801 last week, just today. Yeah, yeah. No, you know what I, what I will say is, um, and I kind of shared just a teeny tiny bit with you just in a little text message, but um, one of the things that I did that I have not done growing up in Southern California, and I have not done this, is I went to the apple orchards, which are a couple of hours from where I live. They're out in San Bernardino County, and um, the area is called Oak Glen, and it's a lot of orchards. And uh, I grew up with my favorite apple, wine sap apples, which would come to the grocery stores for a very short window of time in the fall every year. And I couldn't wait for them to come. And my mom would go and buy them as often and as many as she could because I would eat them like they literally were going out of season, which they were. And then at some point, I realized they weren't in the stores anymore, and they typically are not in the regular grocery stores. I don't know if Sprouts or some of the specialty stores will carry them, but I haven't had them in ages. And then I discovered that some of the orchards out in Oak Glen have them. So I talked to my friend's husband about the apples and apple picking season. And he was interested in a particular uh, apple called Arkansas black, which are very small. And they're, uh, I, I haven't had those apples, but they have an even shorter season than wine sap. So we talked about going out to see if we could get these apples. And so we went and did that on Saturday. They're like, Oh, we need to be out of the house. So, you know, let's go. So we got out there and, and um, had a, a lovely day. I got my, my big bag of wine sap apples, and I'm super happy. And uh, we spent the day out there, and it was really fun. Actually, I take that back. We spent half the day out there. We were going to go to um, pick some apples as well, but uh, by the time we had been at the first orchard and then went to Holy Honey, which I'll tell you about in a moment, uh, and had lunch at the tavern out there, delicious, delicious food, amazing. Um, the line of cars to get into the pick-your-own uh, places, was it was miles long. And so we decided to, to head back and ended up stopping in Riverside at the Mission Inn, which no, none of us had ever visited. And that's a historic landmark. Uh, so we walked around at the inn and then in that whole little part of Riverside. And so it was a really nice day. Um, Holy Honey was awesome. And Holy spelled H-O-L-Y. Uh, they have all kinds of flavors of honey, including chocolate. So I got some chocolate honey. Uh, but I looked at the label and was reading ingredients and was really shocked to discover that 
they're out of Long Beach, California. And so I started talking to the owners. She said, yeah, that's where we bottle everything is in Long Beach. And, and so she started sharing with me about the honey. And it turns out that the local wildflower honey is actually from hives in Seal Beach, which is oh, in my on. backyard. Which I thought was hilarious. And she said, no, the hives are there like at the wetlands, which is, you know, there's an right. area that's part of the naval weapons station area that is, they, they have agriculture and then they have wetlands and, and all this stuff. And she said it's actually organic, but they can't label it organic because the hives are next to residential areas and uh, the bees migrate as much as they want to. And if they go into gardens where people have used mm-hmm, pesticides, mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. call it organic. Uh, but, you know, the thing, and I know you know this, Garrett, the whole thing about getting the local wildflower honey is that it helps your immune system fight allergies. Yeah. You, you want to get um, as as local to your living, you know, area uh, as you can. And so uh, I don't think I'm going to do better than that. So I got myself a, a huge jar. <laughs> so... Of the, are we able to go find this holy honey somewhere close to us or do we have to drive out to Riverside? You can actually go to, I think it's called Timeless Treasures in Five Points and they have their honey there. Uh, not all the time, but they try to keep it fairly well stocked. Okay. Um, they said that they, they tried to get into the local farmer's markets, and the problem is that these other companies from much farther out, I mean hours away, have a, a contract that they've had in place for years, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. they said it's nearly impossible to get in. So so is it like holy – Not and by the way, this is a non-paid sponsorship here, so we're not getting any kind of <laughs> right. free honey or anything like this. But is it like no, holyhoney.com no. or something like that? You know, I, I'm not sure. I didn't look. I will, I will take a look. But they have some fabulous stuff. So they've got like lemon-flavored honey and raspberry and chocolate and lavender and uh, they even had jalapeno honey. Um, trying to think there were some other flavors as well uh mango um we didn't try all of them we tried just a few but everything we tried was like wow these they're really delicious it's it's amazing so i'm going to go back i'm going to go back with some other friends probably next month um to the orchards and um we'll we'll hang out with the apples some more Okay, so I have so many questions here, Rebecca. I Okay, you know when I get on a kick, I can't just do one of something. I need to do a hundred of the one thing and then everything else yes. that goes with it. So I need yes. to find some holy honey now, and I'm not sure okay. I can even wait until my day's off. So this may be a <laughs> crusade of sorts for some holy honey after the show. Okay, thank you for that. Now, back to your apples. How much wood can a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? So how many apples did you actually bring back? What are you doing with them? How are you storing them? What's the plan, Stan? Well, okay, and so I will qualify this first of all by saying, yes, they have recipe books for what to do with the apples. And the truth is I am a purist. When it comes to the wine sap apples, I, I don't even cut them usually. I just eat them. I take them, I wash them, I bite into them, and I eat them like that, and I love them. I got a bag stuffed, stuffed full, and the way that they sell them at most of the orchards is like buy the bag. So mm-hmm. I bought one bag stuffed with the apples, and, and basically she's like, the apples are over there. Go pick out whatever you want and stuff the bag because we sell by the bag. So How much is the that bag? That is what I did. I $15. That's not bad. No, I don't, you know, I think I probably, I don't know how many pounds of apples I had in there, but it was a lot. And I would say I probably, I'm going to guess, I have mixed sizes. I got mostly smaller apples, but I got a few mediums and I got a couple of large ones as well. And um, I'm going to guess I probably got about 12 or 15 apples in that bag. It was, it was stuffed. Let me tell you, it was stuffed. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, okay, I'm very so happy. <laughs> have you eaten all of the apples since Saturday or, you know, what's left over at this point? No, I am, I am eating one a day uh, and because I'm savoring them, but also because um, they will keep in the refrigerator. So okay. as long as you store them in the fridge, because you want to keep them cool. You don't want them out 
um, if it gets, mm-hmm. especially if it gets warm. Um, she said, just put them in the fridge and they will stay, they will keep for quite a while actually. So right now I am eating one a day, but that, okay. that may change. We'll see. Yeah. We'll keep the doctor away. Them. Well, that's what they say. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I, I will tell you honestly, I always feel better when I eat apples. I, I really do. So I like I do them too. Yeah, I I'm a big fan of a Fuji apple or a Gala apple. Um, you can give me those pretty much in any form, and I will love it. But um, when I'm in the apple mode, it's usually on top of a salad, and mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know, it's mm-hmm. on some kind of crazy diet that I'll be on. And of course, having the apples does so much nutritiously for you, let alone keeping you filled and your insulin levels regulated and all that other kind of stuff. I'm not a doctor, but I do play one on TV. Yes. Well, and you know what? I love your chicken salad with the Granny Smiths. Right. Oh, yummy. Yeah. So yummy. Yeah. I still love that, actually. I still love that chicken salad recipe. And and I actually like the Honeycrisp apples, but to me, they taste most like wine sap because wine sap Mm -hmm. are a little bit tart and a little bit sweet, but they have a... um, Oh gosh, they're, it's a harder texture. Why uh, the Honeycrisp are more? I, they're not mealy apples. Honeycrisp are not mealy, but they're softer flesh. Right. The wine sap flesh is harder, and I like that better. So I do too. Yeah. I think more like it, a gala. If, yeah. If an apple is, I don't want to say chewy because that's not the right word, but if it's more mushy than it is crisp, yeah. I do not like it. I I need the apple to yeah. have more of a to it. That's me too. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You really One more are reason my we're friends. I know, right? <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. So many things. Anyway, so, many so things. that's it for the apples. Yeah. Okay. So traffic yes. wasn't bad out there. No, I did not do a lot of driving today. Uh, I drove. No, I mean to actually, Riverside. So driving, back to the apples. I'm oh, trying oh, to think oh, of oh, how oh, we're going to oh, get oh, to sorry, Riverside to get honey and apples. Oh my gosh. It was Saturday, and yeah. uh, I didn't drive. Cindy's husband okay. drove. Thank you, Tim. Oh, nice. And, okay. um, and yeah, there was some traffic, but, you know, like, I'm one of those people where unless I'm in a hurry or I'm running late for something, I really don't care if there's traffic. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is one of the reasons that we stopped in, in Riverside, too, though. It's like, oh, yeah, let's go stop anyway. So it wasn't bad. It really wasn't. Um, but like I said, I don't, it doesn't bother me. I don't care. Unless I have to be somewhere, uh, there's so many people who got they get so stressed out about it, and I and you know me, I have the rose-colored glasses. It's I don't know too many people who get into fatal accidents in rush hour traffic. So okay, you know, Rebecca, there's, there's this that. is you must have not <laughs> been driving because I know all of the stories that you have told on every show you have ever been on. <laughs> oh my God. When I'm driving, just watch out because that's when the bee comes out. It's true, but not in rush hour traffic. Okay, okay. No, no, I, and so, so I'll tell you, here are my pet peeves. Okay. Honest, honest to God, my pet peeves are pay attention to what you're supposed to be doing when you're driving. And mm-hmm. that means if you're sitting at a light, watch for the light to turn green. And yes, I'm guilty of this. Occasionally I'm looking around and I don't, I miss it immediately. But, you know, at least if you're going to look at something else, I, which shall, shall remain nameless, you know, at least keep glancing up to see if your light has changed, yeah. especially if you know it's a long light. <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. that's the first thing. And the other thing is, um, you know, just be aware of what's around you. You know, oh, and, and this is a really good one. This is a really good one. You know, the blinky thing in the front and the back of the cars, it's actually a communication device. What? You're actually communicating with somebody to tell them what your intention is. Can you please let me in? This or, yes, I really intend to turn. A news it's not flash. <laughs> it's not a decoration. Is this it's optional equipment on, on motor, motorized vehicles? <laughs> I think most people think that it's optional. It's not, folks. It's not. Goodness it's a communication gracious. device. And, and, it, and it actually okay. keeps people from getting into car accidents. But also, should... it's kind of polite to let people in if you need to. I mean, I try to always let people in. I don't always 100% of the time. But if you have your blinker on and you're being courteous, I'm going to let you in. Like you're telling me, hey, I need to get over. You know, maybe you need to turn up the light, right? We so, should come up anyway, with a name for this, like turn signal. What do you think? 
<laughs> I don't know why I didn't think of that, Garrett. <laughs> this blinky thing has, a, yeah, I think turn signal has a good ring to it. But we'll, you know, we'll try it out. We'll throw it out to the listeners yeah. and see what they think. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I'm yeah. glad you made it back safe. I'm glad you got some apples. I'm glad you're keeping the doctor away. All of that's very exciting. Yes, thank you. Thank you. How yeah. was your weekend? How are you doing? Well, okay. So as you're telling me the story of the apples, the only thing I can have run through my head is the fact that I think they all need to go in containers. And I'm on this OCD kick right now where, and I don't know what happened. I really don't because I've got Pyrex up the wazoo. It's not like I need containers. I've got enough. I have plastic containers. I've got Pyrex containers. I've got crappy fake Tupperware containers. You name it, I've got containers. And so last week, Rebecca, in my head, I decided, well, it started about a week and a half ago. I'll back up the story. up. So every year around this time, I start planning what I'm going to do for my teams that I work with for the holidays. Right. A couple of years right, right. ago. I did some essential oil candles that I made from scratch. Yeah, I made some custom blends. It was great. I've done my crystal bracelets to pair with the essential oils. I've done soaps. I did handmade soaps a couple of years ago. So this is a year where it's like, okay, I need to come up with something new. And my thought was that with everything that's going on, doing another homemade project would be great, but the cost of doing a candle or soap is prohibitively expensive unless I can source the materials locally here in Southern California within a five to 10 mile driving radius. But if I buy the supplies online, the supplies shipping cost is actually more than the supplies themselves. Now, I may not be an expert in math, but that does not seem like good business, nor do I expect these companies to be shipping out hundreds of pounds of soap or candle wax at a loss. That doesn't make any sense either, but I've sourced it on Amazon, on eBay, on Etsy, you name it, and I can't find a deal that makes me happy. Now, a few years ago, maybe I waited long enough or or just the timing was right, I don't know. But I was able to buy these soap and candle supplies. And even though the cost was a lot for the shipping, it was still not something that scared me into, okay, I'm going to have to go into debt recovery now just because I paid, you know, $5 million in shipping costs. It's not like these are container ships out on the ocean that I see every day. So Mm -hmm. I've been looking Mm -hmm. and looking and looking. And in the back of my head is that, doing candles or soaps this year probably doesn't make a lot of sense. So I'm thinking what other type of, you know, heartfelt homemade type of project can I do? Well, I make one of the world's best trail nut mixes ever. This is not Mm -hmm. the crappy trail mix you buy at the store. Not that their trail mix is crappy, but you know, it's crappy compared to what I make. I put in cashews and almonds and walnuts and cranberries and dark chocolate and you know pumpkin seeds, um, sunflower seeds. You know, it's it's delightful, mm-hmm. and it's also friggin' expensive because nuts are expensive and nuts don't stay fresh yeah. forever. True. So I'm at the Sprouts. It's like saying I'm at the Kmart. I'm at the Target. No, I'm just at Sprouts, but I'm at the Sprouts. And they've got walnuts on sale for, I don't know, $4.99 a pound, which is a really nice price for um, yes, walnuts, but it's cashews. So it's cashews, sorry. Not that that makes a oh, difference. Wow, it could really be good. marbles, okay? But yeah. the fact is it was on a like half-off sale. And I'm sitting there going, ooh, I think this could be what I need. But I don't have the walnuts. I don't have the hazelnuts. I don't have that. You know, none of the other things are on sale. And it's not that I'm so incredibly cheap, but I'm so incredibly cheap that I I can wait for a sale because I know the sale is a coming. 
So I fill up the bag of cashews, and I think I probably have about 10 pounds of cashews. No kidding, because the bill was a lot. I get that with my vegetables. And yes, I do work at a grocery store for one of my days off from my regular job, because I have no days off. But I love the produce at Sprouts. This is, again, a non-paid endorsement. Sprouts wants to throw in a commercial or throw some you know, coin or some free cashews. We'll take it, but this is not the case. <laughs> so I buy my 50 pounds of cashews and I bring them home and I'm going, I don't know when I'm going to get the walnuts. I'm going to get the da, 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 but I don't want to have these cashews go bad because I just paid a fortune for them. And it was less than buying candle wax or soap making supplies, but they were still a lot of money. So I have right. them sitting in the plastic bag on the counter and I don't have a container big enough for all of these cashews. And so I start going on to Amazon and I'm looking at containers and nothing is really catching my eye because I have a champagne taste on a beer budget, like a Michelob ultra light budget, you know, 64 calories, <laughs> maybe 32. Okay. And so I go to work the next day and the question of the day to my team is I need containers. What do you have at home and what do you recommend and why? So the first response comes back. You must have glass containers, just like the movie in Mommy Dearest when they said, no more wire hangers. Hangers, yes, yes. Yeah. You cannot have plastic containers. And I thought, well, what's wrong with plastic? I've seen some really nice plastic, you know, so I start going through that. Okay. So the conversation continues. And so by midday, I'm convinced I, there's just no way I can have a plastic container in my house. This would just be the worst <laughs> thing ever. But oh, luckily, okay. on the way home, I have a container store. Now, it's called the container store. It's the not container just a, store, yeah. The container store. It's a chain like the Target or the Sears or the Montgomery Wards. Not that I'm dating myself, but it's the container store. So I thought, well, I'm going to stop at South Coast Plaza on the way home and go to the container store. Clearly, we'll have all of what I need and my life will be complete. And so I get to the container store. And everything that they have there is lovely, but it's like a million bucks. Million bucks. I'm thinking, exactly. I was going to say, oh, no, it's so expensive. This <laughs> is just not going to work. So I confidently stroll through the store because getting me to go to a mall ruins friendships. So while I'm there, I might as well take the 30-second tour, five-minute tour, and go through the store and see what they have because who knows? I probably need something. I did not need anything at the container store. So I left and I came home and I'm feeling very dejected and sad, Rebecca. I just don't know how life will go on. Oh. I know. It was just a travesty. So I get on the phone. I know. Well, I, I, that, I was so broken up. I couldn't even pick up the phone. And so I go back onto Amazon and I start doing some searching again. And I, so I find two different sets of extra large jumbo containers that are plastic. And I said, well, they look see through -y enough for me. Right. You know, live a little. You had a good sales week. You made some extra commission. You know, just spend a little bit. So I spent, I'm going to tell you these amounts. So you can laugh because it's just silly. Because I, I will absolutely use them. I spent $60 on two different sets, $30 each or around $30 each for two sets of four. So I have now have these eight huge plastic containers. So I ordered that on Monday of last week. Well, I was off okay. work for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because I had my normal two days off where I worked at my other job. And I had a Thursday off where I was in the recording studio. And that left me three dangerous days, Rebecca. This is why uh -oh. I work seven days a week, uh -oh. because if I'm not working, uh -oh. I'm spending money. So I'd rather be working okay. than spending money. Okay. So on Friday, I'm recovering from a huge migraine, and I said, you know, uh -oh. this is going to make me feel better. I need to go to the IKEA store oh, no. because IKEA will have the washcloths that I keep for my Airbnb. They didn't have them the last time I went, mm -hmm. and they might have some glass containers because by then I had given up thinking about the cashews because the cashews had containers coming from Amazon that would arrive any day. Right. But I decided, Rebecca, 
that now the next container project that I needed, because those containers would be too big. I mean, come on. We don't need eight quart containers for quarters. So I get to the Ikea store and I find my washcloth. They're back in stock. I buy an extra couple of bath towels just to have extras in case the others are ruined. Mm-hmm. They're never okay. ruined, but okay. you know, I'm there. And I start finding glassware that could work to store quarters, mm-hmm. you know, because I need to have quarters on hand to do laundry. Right. So I pick up six fantastic glass. I would say they're probably like glasses to drink out of, but they look more vasey than glassy, you know, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. And I made the mistake of turning left and the world of vases and containers and Pyrex type of materials appeared out of nowhere. It's like Ikea knew Mm -hmm. I was coming. So I stumble over with my overflowing shopping cart full of towels that I don't need. And I find these (laughs) huge containers that are perfect. They're like gallon size, three-quarter gallon size. And I'm thinking, this would be perfect for quarters. Now, I'm hoping that nobody that I'm working with during the day is listening to the show because this is totally going to spoil Christmas for them. But in case you are, I'm telegraphing you, turn the show off for at least six weeks. <laughs> so I find the containers, can't find the lids. So, of course, what do I do? I just turn around, literally, and find all of these great um, typical, you know, glass jars with the lids that have the clamp that, you know, pulls over the lid and it keeps it airtight. So I start going, okay, I need, obviously, for my own use, four of each size. Now, in my head, Rebecca, I'm consciously also going, you don't need any of these because you already got the big thing coming for the nuts. That's going to take care of it. But then I got to thinking, if I do my nut mix, I can't give that away as a Christmas present in a Ziploc bag. How trashy would that be? So, Rebecca, <laughs> okay. while I'm trying to figure out how to find lids for these gorgeous gallon and three-quarter gallon glass jars that have lids on the display, but I can't find any lids for the jars, I start loading up my shopping cart with all of these gorgeous, traditionally glass-topped with a, you know, clamp, you know, lid that yeah. will be perfect for my nut mix or trail mix. Okay. And okay. so I and bought yes. Yes. 17 of them. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm thinking, I got to say, okay, so I've been to Garrett's place and I'm thinking to myself, and where are you storing all of these? Oh, I'm glad you asked. So at the very front <laughs> of my house, so yeah. it's, it, it, let's let me paint a picture. Sis, imagine this, Sicily, 1932. No, so in my house, I live in a, like in a beach cottagey type of a place. It's in the beach cottagey type of place, it's a shared. It's a great room. So um, it has a living area and a kitchen, dining area, and I don't ever eat at the house, so I don't have a dining table. I have a butcher block. Um, and that is great because I also host Airbnb and I encourage people in the listing, you go out to eat, you come here when you want to crash at night and I will charge you an enormous amount of money for an experience that you will think is fantastic because I will put flowers in your room that are fresh and I will put chocolates on your pillow. Now pay up, but, um, don't hang out here too much. You know, when you're done sleeping and take a shower Go to the bathroom, then go to the beach or go wherever, but, you know, don't hang out here. So it's very, it looks like a hotel lobby in my living room. It really does. I don't even have a TV. It does. It does. No, there's no, I know you don't have a TV. I know. There's no sitting area. There used to be one, but there is no longer one. Yeah. There is no longer one. (laughs) So instead, when you walk into my home, you are greeted with a salt lamp that is on because that gives out you know, really cool ions. I've got essential oil blends that I've created myself that, uh, you know, kind of perfume the air to help relax you as you come in. I've got an Apple iHome, or I think it's called an iPod. It's not an iPod. It's an iHome or something like that, or HomePod. And it's playing this lovely jazz music. We can talk about the fact that I can't ever figure out how to get the stations to play. And I had to finally write it down, but that's a topic (laughs) for a different day. 
But in this area is the only space in the house that I can actually kind of store something. And in this case, because the glass jars are so beautiful, that's the only place that I could put them in the house where I have a space to put them in the house. So all 17 of those jars are sitting by my front door off to the side. And as you walk in and you're greeted by the salt lamp and you're greeted by this lovely jazz music in this hotel lobby that is my living room, there they sit. Okay. Are they on the left yeah. side or the right side when you walk in? They're on the left side. So they're actually behind okay. the front I, door. Yep. So, yep. Yep, yep, so you know yep. exactly where okay. they're at. I know exactly yeah. where you are. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's the story of why I now have more containers, airtight containers, by the way, than I will ever that's that's need. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I yep. did manage to get some of every size that they had. And I did keep a couple in a drawer for me for future use. I have no idea what I'm going to put into them, but boy, they will look nice when I take them out of a drawer. That's right. That's yeah. right. And now we just have to look for the other nuts to go on sale. Well, it, and that's the nice thing. because I know Sprouts will have these other nuts on sale because it's usually, you know, once right. a week, it's just like this, the grocery stores. One week it's chicken on sale. Yes. The next week it's beef on sale. The next week it's pork. You know, they all have their loss leaders. Same thing with sprouts with nuts. This week it was mixed nuts or pistachios in a shell. I know this because I'm like OCD about this. Now I'm like stalking their website for the new weekly ad to come out on Wednesday. So we'll see what nuts they have this week. And if it fits the nut trail mix profile, um, watch out because I'm going to wipe them out because I've got my containers now. Awesome. Yeah. So that's my little awesome. story for mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I think it's so awesome. You, well, and see, I go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna. Uh, I so I was sitting here thinking, well, you know, because you're like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. And then I was thinking, you know, you could put together a crumble mix, and then <gasps> if you have to take a trip out to get apples, you could give them these fresh apples. You know, like how Harry and David sends fruit and all yeah. that stuff. You could get these apples from the orchards and then the jars could actually house, you know, the different ingredients that all they have to do is like add Ooh. butter or whatever to make a crumble to make like a, an apple crumble. Or I love that idea. The other thing that I thought of since you have the cashews already but you don't have the other nuts is you could get some dark chocolate and make like a dark chocolate with the cashews. You know, like melt the dark chocolate and make it Ooh. like it doesn't have well, like a cluster, but it's just chocolate and you, cashews. You know what I've done in the past? And so we can talk holiday recipes all month <laughs> long because, girl, we got them all lined up. But I've done this thing called um, uh, uh, Crock-Pot Crack. And Crock-Pot oh. Crack is the best thing you will ever eat. And that's why you call it Crock-Pot Crack. You make the crack in the Crock-Pot, and here's what you put in. You go out and get huge bags of chocolate chips or whatever flavor of chocolate. Oh. Maybe it's a giant Hershey bar. You know, when you see those giant yeah. Hershey bars at Christmas that weigh like five pounds, and then you don't buy it when it's $50. You wait until it's like 95% off after Christmas for like a dollar. That's when you buy it, and you hang on to it. It's in a cellophane package. It ain't going to get stale. So forget the best eaten by date. So do that or get your you know, favorite butterscotch chips or whatever it is. Okay, You put all of that in a crock pot on super low heat. And then while that's cooking or melting down, and it doesn't take that long to melt down, by the way, so you can't just like set it and forget it. You pour in whatever flavor of nuts or pretzels that you like, and then when it's all melty-melty, you put it all out on a cookie sheet and let it, you know, it, get it as thin or as, you know, chunky as you like it, let it harden, and then, you, be, you know, you can um, turn it into bricks, so you know you can break it apart. And my secret in this is you put a little cayenne pepper in the crock pot okay. while you're making it. So it gives this this spicy chocolate, and people freak the you know what out. So either you know a little awesome. cayenne, maybe a little extra cinnamon, um, but you do that, and it becomes this great bark for the holidays. So you could do that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. You can tell I haven't eaten dinner I, yet. Uh, yeah, yes, I can. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So did you see Saturday Night Live this past weekend? I did, and I don't always watch it, but we record it because uh, my kiddo likes it. And 
my ex likes it, so it's always on the recorder thingy. And uh, I decided to watch it. I mean, it was after the fact that I went back and watched it. And it was, the host was Kim Kardashian. So what do you think about this? I have my thoughts. You know what, I I actually thought she did a good job. I thought she did a good job. Um, You know, she poked a lot of fun at herself and her family. And I don't know if you watched it, but the the skit that I liked the best was – was her as Courtney and, you know, Courtney's court, right? Uh, being the judge. I, I thought that was hilarious. And I just, I thought it was absolutely hilarious to watch her play her sister. And I just thought she did, I thought she did a good job, at least with that skit. And, you know, to me, I don't look at it as, okay, how good is her acting when they're doing all these skits? I like to watch this stuff and just be entertained. And I was entertained. I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So anyway, what did you think? So I don't have TV, and so I can only see what either Variety.com presents or whatever the news source is, you know. So I saw the the monologue that she did, and I'm going to tell you I hate, hate the Kardashians. You know why I hate them? Because I'm super jealous of Kris Kardashian being an outstanding publicist. I wish she She was my publicist because I would be on the – on every news feed every day. Garrett blinked his eyes again. Oh my gosh. Garrett oh my put God. on shoes. You know, it'd be the <laughs> dumbest things and you'd get a million likes. So right. I am super jealous of the Kardashians. Uh, they make absolutely zero sense. So hate them, hate them, hate them. Okay. But Kim, call me. And so listening to <laughs> Kim do her monologue, I was shocked. I'm not sure I've ever heard her speak before. I've seen like a clip of Keeping Up with the Kardashians and watching her do the monologue. I was stunned at how much I was like, I want to be her friend. She is hysterical. She was self-deprecating. She was so funny, so well-spoken. And then wearing that pink unitard covering every inch of her body was I, there has to be like a, either new clothing line or something because at the Met Gala, what, two weeks ago, she was covered from head to toe, including her face with this black unitard with this space age ponytail six feet long behind her looking like, you know, my little pony gone rogue and was just, <laughs> what is she doing? But then I hear her speak and I'm like, man, she's well-spoken. She's hysterically yep. funny. Now, I know that, you know, people write this stuff for them. But we've all seen yeah. Saturday Night Live, and Rebecca, we can. You've had really good A-list actors on there with great material, and they're doing that opening monologue, and they stink the joint up. And Kim was great. <laughs> yeah, she did a good I job. I hated her for that because she was so fantastic. But I, I saw yeah, the other was, clip good. where yeah. they did the dating show, and I totally didn't get that except for the fact it was an excuse to bring Chris Rock and John Cena and a couple of other sports people that I probably should have had some recollection of. Um, so I yeah. didn't understand that at all. And bringing out Amy Schumer was cute, but I'm not sure, you know, the whole thing of that. So well, I, anyway, yeah. that was my take. Yeah. No, it was good. And I, I agree with you. I, I didn't really get that whole thing. Although I did think it was really funny that when she told John Cena that you know, she she had a little problem with the fact that he had a wife. <laughs> yeah, so if you can um, take care of the wife, yeah. It, it was pretty funny. I, I But I it liked was, it. I, I was yeah. definitely entertained, and I, I did love all the self-deprecating. The self-deprecating stuff was hilarious. You know, and well, they were even making mention of the video, the, the famous, right. the, 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 uh, the, you know, the and, Kardashian and poking fun video. at her mom yeah. and the video. Yeah, like, yeah. like that's awesome. Yeah. The whole, and the thing is, when she went through the delivery of all of this, and I think this is where I really was so impressed with how she came across, she's so polished and so well-spoken that her timing, her comedic timing should not have been on point like it was. She's not a stand-up comic. Right. She was fantastic. She hit her marks. You know, the the jokes rang in on time. You know, I, I take a look back. What, two, three weeks ago when Madonna opened up the MTV Music Video Awards, 40th anniversary, she, Madonna, God bless her. I love Madonna, but she stumbled over her intro, was having trouble reading the teleprompter, just came off as kind of clumsy. And here you have, mm-hmm. and, and Madonna's got, what, 40 years of media presence and doing these types of things and she looked just really out of place. 
Um, and we can, you know, skip the butt talk, you know, how she marched out of there. I just thought that was, I'm like, I don't think that's her rear end. I think that's like, um, like, you know, the fake butt you would put in and then, you know, you'd wear that in your pants to make your butt look bigger. I don't know. There was just like something <laughs> weird going on with that. I don't think that was her butt. But then Kim Kardashian comes out, not an actress, not a comic, and nails, nails, nails every single thing. A plus. You know, though, I – so one of the things that I think is a factor is – that Kim Kardashian has been on reality TV forever. Mm -hmm. And when you're doing something like that and you know that you are in the fishbowl day in and day out, you get to a place where you have to just be comfortable with whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think my opinion is that that's why she came across as so polished doing something where everything is rehearsed and she's actually had something written for her instead mm-hmm. of, and I, I know the reality shows are scripted to a degree. I do know that. However, um, when you're somebody who's used to having everything scripted and you, you get to rehearse over and over and over before you actually perform it, when you're in a situation and unexpected things show up, it can fluster a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're used to just flying off the cuff all the time, there is a comfort that you have that allows you, again, in my opinion, to perform better in those circumstances than the person who's a polished performer. Well, so, you know, she did and, bring up the fact that you know, she, she says, well, you know, I'm used to, you know, putting something on Instagram and only getting 100 million likes. So doing a show That's like right. Saturday Night Live, exactly. which only yeah. gets 10 million, this is like ugh, a walk in the park. So yeah, exactly. you know, she kind of addressed that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I, you know, she's very comfortable uh, being in the spotlight. She's used to mm-hmm. it. She's she's been doing this for decades. So and so, this is probably easy for her because it's not the whole family. It's not her kids. It's not yeah. you know the, the 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 marriage, the former marriage. It's it, you know it's just her getting to do something where it's rehearsed. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, it's not rehearsed, Rebecca. Is promoting your website and what you do the rest of the week. <laughs> do you want to give listeners a chance to um, find out about you and how you can help them? Uh, you're sweet. Thank you. Uh, well, um, so I am Rebecca. I'm an intuitive psychic and uh, psychic medium. And I also do basically life coaching, but using my intuition to kind of enhance uh, the experience. And um, so my website is RebeccaFisk.com if you'd like to schedule a private session. Uh, if you reach out and let me know that you found me through listening to the show, I will offer a discount and um so yeah rebeccafisk.com and i love my work so if you need a little help a little clarity some guidance maybe you're feeling a bit stuck um that i love helping so let me know if i can help you so um and by the way rebecca is the real deal folks not like you know the ooh, you know oil and trouble and boil and bubble you know it's not that <laughs> at all um, Rebecca's actually been nationally recognized as America's top 50 psychic uh, several times. So in order to get that type of recognition and the type of clientele that she has on a regular basis, she's, she's honestly, folks, she's doing me a solid by coming on the show on Monday night. She's got a million other things that she could be doing, but she's just kind of being nice to me. Um, so if you're looking to have that type of a reading, check her website out. There's links on the show page. Uh, by the way, if you are listening on iHeartRadio or on iTunes, on the podcast network, um, so it's, again, IamRebecca.com, and check Rebecca Fisk out. So um, going back into kind of like the you know spiritual realm here, have you seen the show called Heal? I have. I have. So it's, I'm actually watching it right now. Uh, it came out a few years ago. I think it's 2017. And for whatever reason, the other day I saw it and I thought, you know, I should I should take a look at this. And so I started watching it. And it's a lot of the teachers that I've been following, at least in some way, or shape or form, you know, over the last few decades. Um, 
And it talks a lot about, well, so let me just say that there are some of the, the foremost spiritual teachers, uh, metaphysical teachers, uh, and even the practical stuff like the Ayurvedic medicine, it's Deepak Chopra. And he's, he, I, what I, one of the things I really like about him is he combines all of it. It's like it's, it's the food, it's meditation, it's paying attention to natural circadian rhythms, uh, it's getting enough rest. And Ayurvedic medicine is Eastern Indian medicine, but their approach is that food is the medicine. Like they do uh, prescribe herbs, but they don't prescribe drugs. Everything is done using food as medicine in their approach. And so I really like that, and he's on this as well. But it's a it's a whole. Um, a very whole, <laughs> holistic approach to wellness, including what you believe, um, allowing yourself to release trauma from the past. They use a technique called uh, EFT, which is um, using tapping, basically, to change the way that you respond to thoughts. Uh, because what happens when we have, um, when we have any kind of incident um, and I'll use a traumatic incident because it's a better thing for this particular example. But if you have a traumatic incident, what happens is, so you're having this experience. Let's say you see, let's say you see an animal get hit by a car. You hear the screeching tires. You turn around. You see the animal get hit by a car, and your body goes into fight or flight. And it may not be something that's happened to you, but you're having this experience of, oh my gosh, and you know the poor kitty cat dies, right? And so what happens is now moving forward, every time you hear screeching tires, your brain is going to go to that same neural pathway of, oh, no, a cat might be getting hit and killed right now because that's what our brain does is it takes the information and it wants to categorize it and then file it in a place based on either previous experiences or if that's the most intense experience you have, then everything will kind of get filed there. And I know that's not a great example, but, you know, if you take other types of traumatic situations, our brains still work the same way. You've got an emotional response, you've got a mental response, um, and then you have an autonomic response, which is the adrenal glands and the, the blood pressure, the heart's pumping, you're breathing differently. All of those things happen in the body when you have a traumatic situation and so what EFT does this tapping is you you are guided into a place where you start to uh, basically desensitize the 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 pathway that you're taking to get to that emotional response so you get to a place where it's like oh yeah you know what I, I heard screeching tires and something happened but I no longer go into fight or flight when I hear screeching tires so EFT kind of works that way uh, but they have other teachers on there, uh, Joan Borsanko, who's been around forever, um, and, you know, people who have healed themselves when the doctors told them that they weren't going to be able to do it. Like, oh, you're never going to walk again. Okay, watch me. And um, it's just fascinating to me, and I'm an absolute believer in mind over matter because I have had experiences in my life where I watched things happen where my health changed because of my belief and it was measurable where a doctor basically released me from care because I changed how I believed about something and it actually changed my body's response so I know that it happens I know that it's possible I know that we really can help ourselves heal if we're open to the possibility. And so I'm in the middle of watching that documentary right now, and I love it. It's fascinating. And, of course, I'm going, yes, 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 because it all resonates for me. So you know, have you watched it, Garrett? Okay. So I just found out, Garrett, Garrett just sent me a text message that all of the power has gone out in the neighborhood and so he's not able to log back into the switchboard so here we are um i don't know if you can all hear me or not um but i'm still dialed in so um looking for a few more minutes just in case you can all hear me so i don't know um anyway okay so if you haven't seen the documentary heal it's h-e-a-l 
and it's fabulous. And if you have ever wondered if there's something that you can do that's a better approach to wellness, it's a really beautiful thing to take a look at this. Um, it's, you know, it's really amazing what the human body is capable of. And so that's kind of my takeaway from from that documentary. Uh, so let's see here. Um, all right, so Garrett's trying to reconnect. And uh, so we'll see if he's able to get in. I Again, I hope that you guys can hear me because uh, I'm still logged in here. <laughs> um, Anyway, let's see here. So we will be back again, of course, the next, um, well, it's every Monday right now at 7 p.m. Uh, Garrett will have other hosts joining the show uh, starting in November. I'm fortunate enough to uh, be able to to uh, join him again next week uh, and all of the Mondays in October. So uh, I'm, I'm really excited and happy to be able to do that. Uh, so one of the things that, that I was going to talk about with my other topics is I was going to talk about the fact that Sydney, Australia has opened after 106 days on lockdown where they were only allowed to travel within a few miles of their homes. And so what had happened with them is that coming into the summer months, they had had a very small number of their citizens vaccinated. And so then they went on, you know, the lockdown and really did a push for uh, uh, getting people vaccinated. And so now, you know, in this very short period of time, because really, I, you know, now it's just October, they now have their vaccination numbers rivaling that of the United States. And so they opened everything up. And so the whole thing was that basically um, they opened up to – the pubs and so they're interviewing all these people at the pubs and uh so uh i was reading about that earlier today uh where they were they were interviewing one of the government officials at a pub uh and they interviewed several people and the you know several of them said they had lined up like at dawn when the pubs were going to open and they basically were going from pub to pub <laughs> And, and having beers and drinking and, and just super happy to be back out uh, with other people. And, you know, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens because they have had issues with the Delta variant there. Um, and, of course, it's always a bit of a science experiment right now with the different variants of the virus showing up and the fact that there have been these breakthrough cases. So, you know, I'm keeping my fingers crossed for all of them that, you know, people will stay healthy and, and, and that they'll be okay, uh, you know, even with going back out. Hello, so, Rebecca. Well, there you are. And I stayed online and I didn't know if that was going to be possible or not. So I'm so glad you're back. Me too. So did you get my text? I did. I did. I, I told everybody yeah. that the power went out in your neighborhood. So super exciting. And it's like it's yes. complete pitch black. And I'm like, okay, it's not even daylight. And so the power goes out and I hear this boom. So I can't wait to figure out what the, did that. But we've got a minute and a half left. I'm glad that you were entertaining people talking about holistic healing. Did they learn a lot? I don't know. I hope so. They they did okay. learn that that I believe in it because I've done it myself for me. So, you know. Well, that just teaches me I'm going to have to listen to the replay, which will be available shortly to you. And, of course, if you're listening to this on demand, you can listen to Rated G Radio anytime you like on iHeartRadio, here on Blog Talk Radio, and on your Apple podcast station. So um, check out the replay. And then um, since we've got a minute left, I'm going to just plug the other shows again. Rated LGBT Radio starring Rob Watson is coming back live this Thursday. We'll have uh, fresh episodes of Rated Oz Radio, Journey with Stephanie, next month, first Tuesday of November. And, of course, Rebecca Fisk can be found on RebeccaFisk.com or IamRebecca.com, and you can book a private reading with her as one of America's top 50 psychics. Thank us later. We're going to be back next Monday night live at 7 p.m., we might even get to one of the show topics that we've written each other about that we want to talk about this, but you know we haven't gotten around to it because we're having so much fun. If you'd like to <laughs> call in and talk to us on topic, again, this will not be a, I want to call and ask about if I'm going to find love down by the river in the van. Okay, it's not that show. This is Rated G Radio if you'd like to call in and talk about topic. We'd love to take your calls for that. 
Um, we'll be back next Monday night, live 7 p.m. Pacific time. Um, send me a note on Facebook and let me know what you want to talk about. It'd be a pleasure to have you. And Rebecca, thank you so much. We are now officially out of time. You've been listening to Rated G Radio. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.